1: to 50 percent on washer and dryer coverage just call 1-800-686-3910 that's 1-800-686-3910 again 1-800-686-3910 call now
0: the experiment was a success begin life force reboot program now
2: stand clear Life signs
0: stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
3: Twitter, at Jeffy MRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, JeffyMRA, <laughs> The Jeff Fisher Show. TheBlaze.com slash radio. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate during the broadcast. So, Fiji getting hit hard with a cyclone. Cyclone Winston. uh, I think Fiji may be just disappeared. Be gone. Uh, Just Poof. Gone. This is a huge storm. Category 5. Uh taking its toll on Fiji right now as we speak. Uh, Electricity's out already. 180 mile-an-hour winds, 220 mile-an-hour gusts. Anybody that has ever been in a a hurricane, tropical storm, I spent years in Florida, uh, 180 mile-an-hour winds, (laughs) it's doing some damage. And the thing about hurricanes... Is it smashes you from one side and then it goes through and comes back, and you think you take that and then it bashes you again from the other side. So it's not good. So uh, you may want to, uh, if you like Fiji, say a prayer for them because they're getting hammered as we speak and they may be gone. Polls open in South Carolina in minutes, less than an hour away. And then they stay open until 7 p.m. tonight in the Republican primary. Vote. I won't tell you who I think you should vote for. I haven't endorsed anyone else since I endorsed Jim Gilmore a little over a week ago. And Mr. Gilmore dropped out last weekend. We covered that in depth last week. I got many, many requests to endorse Donald Trump so that he would drop out. I fear that will not happen, whether I endorse him or not. Today is also the funeral of Antonin Scalia, Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, who died last week, Saturday, after this broadcast aired. And there's all kinds of I don't, want to, I don't want to call it controversy, uh, just uh, slices of facts, bits and pieces of the story, things that don't add up around his death. But no matter what, his funeral is today, 11 a.m. at the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception. If you're not aware what that is, it's a Catholic pilgrimage site in Northeast Washington. When Pope Francis was here, he visited it. The funeral is open to friends and family and is sure to attract many of Washington's top-notch hobnobs, right? And then there's going to be a private burial at an unannounced location after the mass. He, uh, uh, many of the justices are buried at Arlington but they have declined to let people know where Antonin will be buried at. Our president, President Obama, accompanied by First Lady Michelle Obama, paid their respects yesterday to Justice Scalia, who was lying in repose at the Supreme Court. He will not be attending the funeral. We're told Vice President Joseph R. Biden Jr. and his wife Jill Biden will attend in his stead. Shameful. With no good excuse of why he's not going. It looks as though. It's been, it it looks as though it may have never happened, Uh, at least 65 years, but it may have never happened that the president of the United States of America did not attend a Supreme Court justice's funeral who was a sitting Supreme Court justice at the time. I was reading stories, wow, President Clinton and President Bush, and they didn't go, and they didn't go. They didn't go to funerals of former Supreme Court justices who had retired. They were not on the bench when they passed away. If you are the President of the United States and a Supreme Court justice passes away, um... Mr. President Obama, you're damn near required to go to that funeral. And it's shameful that you're not going to that funeral. Shameful. Let's see what does shameful mean. Is there other words for shameful? <laughs> Let's see what that would be. Oh, disgraceful, deplorable, despicable, contemptible, Dishonorable, discreditable, reprehensible, low, unworthy, ignoble, shabby, shocking, scandalous, outrageous, atrocious, appalling, vile, odious, heinous, egregious, inexcusable, unforgivable, embarrassing, humiliating, degrading, just to name a few. I have no idea why this makes me so mad but it does it is shameful that our president will not go to this funeral now I read some pretty good tweets of a number of people who were upset and some not so upset a Chris Hayes uh, some amazing advice my mom gave me once he says in his tweet if you're wondering whether you should go to the funeral You should go to the funeral. Guy Benson? Oh, man. Is Obama planning to golf through Scalia's funeral? Wouldn't surprise any of us, would it? I mean, I don't know that he's that bad of a guy. I mean, I have a feeling that he just didn't want to go to this funeral. So he's going to hide in the White House? But if he goes golfing, shameful. You know what? Shameful squared if he goes golfing. It's just shameful him not being there. Megan McArdle, Obama skipping Scalia's funeral without any urgent excuse looks petty and graceless. Correct. Laura Ingram, who cares if Obama misses the Scalia funeral? I doubt that justice would. Laura, you know that's not the point. You're smarter than that. You know that's not the point. And I get it. Ha-ha, who cares? You probably didn't want him there anyway. Um, no. And if we hear about security issues... Not wanting to. Since when has that bothered this president? Goes anywhere he damn well wants at any time he wants without any care of that. We've seen video of his motorcade stopping a pregnant woman from crossing the street to get to the hospital. Stop it. He cares zip about that. And the second of that, if we hear that it's security, it's Washington, D.C. The security. Probably pretty heavy as it is. And I get it. He doesn't know how to act at funerals. You know, we've seen him. We saw him at the funeral of Nelson Mandela in South Africa, taking selfies with other leaders, ha ha ha, yucking it up with his girlfriend, with his Danish girlfriend. And even Michelle, you know, it was a good point watching that. I was, I, you know, at first we were we joked around about Michelle being pissed at Barack for flirting around with his Danish girlfriend or his wannabe Danish girlfriend. But you know, really, hopefully, hopefully, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt that I guarantee she would never give me. That she was pissed because he was just taking selfies and talking and joking around at this funeral. I hope that was the case. I'm probably wrong. She was just pissed at him for fooling around with the Danish girl. So I get it. He wasn't taught that you go to a funeral and show your respects. There's a lot of different things he wasn't taught about America when he was growing up. But the Chris Hayes advice is pretty good advice for parents to give their children. If you're wondering whether you should go to the funeral, you should go to the funeral. And I know it's not about him. I get it. That's one of the reasons he doesn't want to go. Can't pay his respects to another human being. That isn't him. I got it, Mr. President. I got it. Shameful. And then we get news yesterday or the day before that he'll be traveling to Cuba next month. Of course, they're opening up their their, uh, their zone, their work zone, their... Their, their big uh, special zone where they're going to start building tractors and let Cuba start getting back into building things for their country. They're still a communist country, by the way. And they still treat their people like garbage. And people still want to hop on rubber tires and float to Florida to get into the United States. But never mind that. So he's going to go to Cuba. And shake hands with Raul and look at the new, I can I remember what the heck they're calling it now, their new, certainly isn't capitalism zone, but that's what they want us to believe it is. But while in Cuba, since, I mean, he's a busy man, got a busy schedule, what do you think? Maybe we stop in at Guantanamo, say hello to the soldiers, made such a big deal about closing it down. You'd think he'd want to, I don't know, take a walk around, see what he's closing down, shake hands with the soldiers, thank them for their work. Nope. Did I mention shameful? Shameful. Did I mention disgraceful, deplorable? despicable, contemptible,
0: dishonorable, Discredit is the chief Fisher show. LA's Radio Network. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took 5 hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of 100 bucks just to come out. And then it cost another $1800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said
1: and done...
3: Welcome to it 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Coming up immediately following this broadcast, the Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. I'm not sure what his uh, giveaway is uh, this week, uh, or if he has one or not. But I was, uh, you know, I was listening to some people in the, in the break room, and they were excited about some new hand lotion, Pure Opelka hand lotion, or something. But I don't know if that's the giveaway this week or not. But you know, you might listen. He might might be able to. We'll call in and get that from Mike. And then at noon, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, and Joe Paggs on Saturday, all live on the Blaze Radio Network. Saturdays live. All right, so don't forget we had uh, uh, Sundays Belong to the Dead now, Walking Dead's episode, uh, the brand-new one, uh, sixth season, second half of the season last Sunday. Wow, what an episode, and you can, you know, we uh, – we, Bring you Talking Walking Dead on Mondays. Um, so you can go to uh, blaze.com slash radio and download that. And we kind of recap the episode and look toward the future. Uh, this week I was joined by Jason Betrell and uh, uh, Aaron Hernandez. As we recapped uh, Walking Dead. What an episode. Tremendous episode. One of the best, actually, I believe. Uh, one of the best in a long time. Uh, for sure this season. Oh, my gosh. For sure this season. But one of the best. This season has been really, really good. Uh, and uh, so anyway... It was really, really good. And we had the Grammys this week, which were just bad. Bad. Boring. Oh, my God. So totally boring. Unbelievable. And, I mean, there's the world-class acts, you know, in quotation marks. And uh, Adele, one of the biggest stars in the world today, they can't even get her sound right. Come on now. Who's running this joint? The NFL halftime people? I mean, just bad bad. And I turn it on. And my wife is, you know, she's not going to watch. So we got into a fight about whether to watch it, whether to turn it up. I, I wanted to watch it! It's, it's uh, you know, newsy, right? It's the Grammys. All these dingleberries are in the news with their, their stupid tweets and their stupid ideas. Just sing. Anyway. Uh, and, and, you know, Kanye and, and the battle. Anyway. So, we didn't get, we get fight about that and I, and I win a little bit and I tell her the only way that she gets me out of there you may have been following on Twitter we had a little inside Twitter war at the house but uh, I, I the only way to get me out of the bedroom watching the Grammys is to have her dad uh, her folks live with us uh, have her dad want to watch the latest Walking Dead episode because it was Grammy's were Monday night and he hadn't watched the latest episode so I was I would watch it again with him. And she made sure that happened for some reason. He miraculously came to the door and said, hey, want to watch The Walking (laughs) Dead? Okay. So I turn it on, and uh, what's-her-face? Carrie Underwood is singing with some guy, and the song is just bad. I mean, come on. I don't care how good Carrie looks and how hot the guy looks. The song is just bad. Just bad. Just be- So, Grammys, come on now. Stop. And Kanye, I know you're begging. I know you're begging Facebook. You're saying you're in debt. You want Facebook to bail you out. You may want to think about, oh, I don't know, asking a Zuckerberg to bail you out on Facebook and not Twitter. It could be one of the reasons you're million mil in debt. Which I probably is more. I'm sure he burns through some cash, him and the wife. I mean, you just don't live that lifestyle for free. I wouldn't be surprised to see Zuckerberg bail him out. Even though uh, Kanye, maybe Facebook is the way to ask. You know, he is. Um, just a little reminder. Let's see, uh, Facebook, not Twitter. So anyway, uh I wouldn't be surprised to see Zuckerberg bail him out. Just because uh why not? Just make Kanye Facebook exclusive, right? Right. Right? Right. I I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. And then in other Hollywood news, David Milch. I I find this guy fascinating. He created Deadwood, NYPD Blue, Hill Street Blues, these TV shows, right? And he uh, earned millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, at least tens of tens of millions of dollars. They're claiming now he lost $100 million betting on horses. You'd think maybe at some point this guy, David Mills, his family, maybe, I know it's a disease. I got it. It's a sickness. He was fighting himself. Well, he lost $100 million betting on horses. You'd think maybe the family after eh, $50 million would say, Hey, Dave. No more. <laughs> We'd like to survive. Nope. Hey, we're broke now. Gotta sell everything. I'm out a hundred mil betting on horses. No, Dave. No. Take it easy, Dave.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff
3: Fisher Show. That it 900 is. 1-888-900-3393 is the phone number. It's going to be fascinating to see the outcome of South Carolina primary, Republican, GOP primary today. Um, it may not be fascinating if the outcome is what they say it's going to be. But it is fascinating to watch. So, good luck to candidates that we'd like to see win many would say that that is a Ted Cruz so I'm in Sam uh, I'm in the Sprint store the other day with my wife looking at you know whatever she wanted to check out something and they actually helped us in you know another some kind of new deal who knows I don't know I don't pay attention the guy's standing there talking to my wife and my wife is you know talking about this, and she asked me, what do do I think? What do I think? Here's what I think. I don't want to lose any of the benefits I have right now, and I want to spend less money. That's what I want. If you've created that, that's the deal I want. Okay? If you can't give me the same product or more that I have already for less money, we don't need to talk. We're done. I've already got a deal with you. And my wife is like, oh, my gosh. Why what, what's wrong with that? I don't want to I don't want to talk to these people. I just don't. So anyway, they have this thing in their store from what's her name? Kate Spade of New York. She's a designer. She's got phone cases, designer laptop sleeves. And I'm looking at these designs. I am missing the boat with my daughter. My daughter, some of the stuff she draws is beautiful. And beautiful enough for a phone case. I'm just gonna call it Maya. MYA, and we're just gonna create Maya, and that's gonna be our deal. I mean, I was I stopped and looked. I I, I seriously I was just stood and stared at Kate Spade. A phone case designed. Kate Spade. Stop it. I mean, I I got it. I think it's a great idea. Congratulations, Kate. You got a deal. I should have thought of it before you. I should have had my daughter drawing stuff for these stupid phone cases years ago. It was a great idea. And then I read a, a story about this lady, a cancer survivor, who designs cards she wishes she received. And I thought, you know, how many times have we said that? How many times have we thought, and we've joked around, cards, you know, are they, they're not that good. I'm not a big fan of them, really. I like giving them just simply because they're okay. I'd rather have, you know, I have the kids make their own cards. It's more personal. It's better, right? And it says what they want to say, whether it's, you know, I love you or I'll see you next week or whatever it is. And the picture is what they want the picture to be, you know, whatever that is. And so it's more personal. So this Emily McDowell uh was diagnosed with stage 3 Hodgkin's lymphoma at 24 and she's you know in remission now. And she claims that the most difficult part of the illness wasn't losing her hair uh you know being called Sir at Starbucks but she writes that the uh, Many of the close friends and family members disappeared out of her life because they didn't know what to say, and or you know people say the absolutely absolute wrong thing. So she has come up with cards, uh, the empathy cards, for people to actually to give that are real life. Uh, the first one that you see is "I'm really sorry, I haven't been in touch, I didn't know what to say." I mean. How many times have you said that to yourself that you just you wanted to say? This is a tremendous idea. Just so you know, card number two, I'm totally on board for driving you to treatment, cleaning your place, helping pick up flattering wigs, coming up with badass visualization exercises, and if you twist my arm, I guess I'd also be cool with lying on the couch and watching trashy TV together. I know it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. I love you. Oh, come on. And people have a hard time uh seeing friends and family suffering and going through the whole cancer thing I the and you can I that's what I call it the whole cancer thing it's just bad I mean I've seen it I've been up close and personal a couple of times one turned out bad uh, the other turned out good actually a couple times turned out good and it's during the process, it's really frustrating because you don't, you know, people say, uh, Look, everything happens for a reason. And that's when you give the card, Please let me be the first to punch the next person who tells you everything happens for a reason. I'm sorry you're going through this. Right? I mean, that's like the pregnant woman that everybody wants to touch your belly. A uh, no? I know hashtag F cancer doesn't help you get through it. I'm here anytime you need me. (laughs) A great idea. A great idea. Right? Giving cards that actually say what you want them to say. Emily McDowell. I'm so sorry you're sick. I want to say you know that I will never try to sell you on some random treatment I read about on the internet. <laughs> right? <laughs> when life gives you lemons, I won't tell you a story about my cousin's friend who died of lemons. One more chemo down. Let's celebrate with whatever doesn't taste disgusting. And that's what chemo is. If you're, for those of you unaware, it's poison. Okay? They put it in your body to kill Everything. And then your body fights back, hopefully. That's what the hope is. We kill everything in your bloodstream, and then your body can grow back, fight back, get stronger. But while the chemo is busy killing, you don't feel very good. I promise never to refer to your illness as a journey. Unless someone takes you on a cruise. Cute little cards from Emily McDowell. And, you know, tremendous idea. Million-dollar idea. And, that, and so is Kate Spade, New York, with the Sprint phone covers. iPhone covers. Samsung phone covers. I, I'm serious about my daughter. I've got to get that going. Doesn't even need to be New York or Texas or Dallas. Just Maya. We got to make that. We got to make that happen on phones. But selling is—I've <laughs> always kind of hated selling. I'm not a sales guy. You know, on the radio or television. I mean, I can. I'm happy to uh, tell you about products, and hopefully, you decide to purchase those products because I find them good enough for other people, and for me to use, and for you to use, but actually sell you something, I've always hated that. And that's because you have to close, right, what they call close. And that means close the deal, end it, make the deal. Buy it or what? In or out? I've just always hated it. I was thinking about that because Doc Thompson and Skip LaCombe were here in Dallas this week, and uh, so I had an opportunity to see them. Uh, you know, a few times while they were here in town. And uh, um, well, I don't know if I should tell you that. But we were talking about a couple of ideas that Doc has for the show. And he was, we were joking around. And I started telling him about, uh, you know, I used to, I've sold carpeting. And I've sold, uh, uh, well, they're not vacuum cleaners. I've sold compact cleaning systems. Okay, What do you have in a vacuum? And I gave them the sales pitch. You know, and I remember most of the say the most of the sales pitch, like when people say, oh, I already have a vacuum cleaner. Well, vacuum cleaners don't work. Look, what do you have in a vacuum? Nothing, right? That's exactly what you're picking up with your cleaner. But with the compact cleaning system. And and you go out on and, on. It, it, and it's it's fascinating to sell. And you and it's a was a great product. I loved the product. It worked. But and then i had an, an an old guy that uh uh from arizona that uh took me under his wing uh selling carpet for a company that had opened up and uh we you know did the rounds and he was he was an old sales guy from way back so he you know stepped me through the wings of selling carpet and it's fascinating to do but i just hate to close. I had I've got a cousin that's made a fortune doing uh, multi level marketing. But it's just hit and move. Stick and go. Don't no waiting. Sell, close it and move on. And I've always just hated that. But I you know, was the the worst now that I'm thinking about this stupid compact cleaning system. When I was selling compact cleaning systems, I lost a car. A car of mine was destroyed. I bought a car, and I had an old black station wagon that I had bought from some a friend of my mother's, that used to be a flower wagon in a, from a funeral home. I loved that black station wagon. Ford, had, it was great, but as you know, it was old and breaking down at the time. So I got another car. And I left it parked in the parking lot of the building that, that we were go-to for the compact cleaning systems. And this was in Michigan, so it's winter, or it snows, which I hate. And so we had a big snow, and the snowplow pushes my car into the back of the parking lot under this giant mound of snow. Right? So I... My car is under this giant mound of snow. There's no way I'm getting it out. But that's the only thing that could have happened to my car. So I know it's there. right? So i got to wait till spring to get my car out of this mound of snow. I know it's there. It's the only place I watched. You can see where the snowplow just pushed it back into this pile. i got to wait till spring. So it's getting close to spring. And uh, I think, well, you know, maybe I can go over and dig it out, try to get it started, get it out of there. I go over there, someone has tunneled into this mound of snow to my car, got in the car, and they've been partying in this thing I don't know how long, throughout the winter. There's cigarette butts and empty cans and a blanket and a pillow. and I mean, they're partying in my car. And the things are broken and crap is burned. And so I'm like, I walked away. I walk. I was like, that's agonizing. I'm not doing it. And I had a, bug, a set of golf clubs in the back of it that are gone. I forgot about that. I forgot about losing my golf clubs. I was, I, 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 Car and golf clubs gone just because of the snow plow into this mound of snow. All because of compact cleaning systems. So then a couple months go by. I don't even remember how long, but I just know that I was, you know, I, at the house and I I, I get Yes. Uh are hey you Jeff? Fisher. Yes. Uh you own the uh black station wagon over there and such and such? Yeah. I'll give you fifty bucks for it right now. If you just sign this paper. Okay. Thank you. Have a nice day. All. All. Because of those bastard compact cleaning systems.
1: This is
0: The Jeff Fisher Show.
1: On the Blaze Radio Network.
0: The Jeff
3: Fisher Show. Sometimes it's difficult to remember what you talk about when you talk about it. I'm just saying. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393. And you can use that excuse to your wife. You know, honey, sometimes it's just difficult to remember what we've talked about and what we said about so many things. So remind me again what you were talking about. So I was looking up at uh, Fox News. Uh, Yeah. uh, Whatever. And they've got a story. You know, they're doing their Saturday morning stories. And they've got their Facebook using personal info to target audience, the the ads, the commercials. And I'm thinking, duh, yeah, that's what they do. I think Zuckerberg is going to give Kanye 53 mil. Um, Here's an idea. Here's a test for you. Uh, The next product that you look up on your search engine, I don't care what it is, um well i don't care what it is a pair of shoes a pair of boots uh eyeglasses eyeglasses whatever it is look it up and then go to your facebook page and start scrolling through your facebook page guess what ads are going to show up on the side of your facebook page what you were looking for and sometimes it's nice to go oh yeah That's what I was looking for. That's a good idea. I can check that site. And you know what? You do. So it works. And if you don't like it, don't use the search engine. Because you've already bought into it. Once you clicked, I agree, using that first Facebook page, it's all theirs. Okay? I know. I'm not really crazy about it either, but it's part of the deal, I guess. Part of the deal. What'd you say, honey?
0: I know. I said a lot of things a lot of times. Sorry. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
3: Happy day. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you wish to participate. Polls are open. Polls are open in South Carolina. Go vote. Okay. If you're in North Carolina, drive down. Don't tell anybody I told you to do that. Drive down, vote for Cruz. Don't I mean I mean just vote. People in South Carolina, just vote. I'm not telling you who to choose, Cruz. I'm a. Ama- oh, my. There goes my microphone down. What's going on? Excuse me a moment while I fix the inside of my studio. The mic stand goes down. Okay. You can tweet me, Jeffy MRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, Jeffy MRA. So I'm reading this story, and I see the headline, uh, which just fascinates me, about trees. And the headline is, German forest ranger finds that trees have social networks, too. And I thought, yeah, they're called roots. No, that's not what he's talking about. He believes that the forests are talking to each other. And you see how the thick branches point away from each other. That's so they don't block their buddy's light. No, seriously. Um, sometimes <sighs> pairs—they're interconnected at the roots.
1: One tree dies,
3: the other one dies too. <sighs> and the, see that tree up there? Look, see how they're breaking away from each other? Oh yeah, that's because you know he doesn't want to block his buddy's light. All right, I, I, I you know. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it. So he's in the German forest and he's Mr. Trees. And he's got the big book now, The Hidden Life of Trees. What they feel, how they communicate, discoveries from a secret world. The German forest is back in the spotlight. Trees are now organic robots designed to produce oxygen and wood. But there's so much more to them. Please, please. Trees have social lives too. The Hidden Life of Trees. So, if you want to uh, read Mr. Uh, Wallaman, The Hidden Life of Trees, it's out there for you. I would suggest perhaps maybe some alcohol or some other substances that may help you get through that. Because uh, I got it. All right, forests, trees, uh, they're connected, and one dies, and more than more than that die after one dies because they're all connected. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. That's what happens. Trees get sick, they spread it to other trees, so they die. It's kind of like tree zika. Okay? <laughs> it's just, just fascinating to me. I mean, it's just fascinating. Nobody wants to go, you know, I I understand. But perhaps maybe, maybe my man has spent a little bit too much time in the old black forest. That's all I'm saying. Maybe you spent just a, a little bit too much time in the forest, okay? So I see the headline, Caitlyn Jenner. I get more flack for being conservative than transgender. Why doesn't that surprise me? She was speaking. He was speaking. Bruce came well on. It's Caitlyn now. It's not even Bruce. In fact, the latest picture of Caitlyn. Um, uh, I've always you know, been a huge fan of Bruce Jenner. And I mean, she, she looks great. She looks Comfortable and happy. I mean, good for Bruce or Caitlin. Like he, it's not Bruce anymore, okay? It's Caitlin. That's just the way it is, okay? I mean, so the, she's taught, it's hard for me to call him, she, her, or she, him, never mind. Uh, a group of students at the University of Pennsylvania, he's constantly criticized for his conservative views. Asked by a college student, I wish there was, oh, we've got to find audio of this. There probably is none. There might be a cell phone audio of it somewhere. Asked by a college student, um, why isn't he, why aren't you a Democrat? I've gotten more flack for being a conservative Republican than I have for being trans. <laughs> Oh I mean that is that's been since the diane Sawyer interview right i mean we i we I was fascinated with that interview fascinated I've always been a little you know conservative i mean Diane was <gasps> perhaps Caitlin should have just stood up and said, Hey, here you go um here's what you need to know college student." Free doesn't actually mean free. You're not entitled to someone else's hard-earned money, ever. You cannot tax a nation into prosperity. Oh, my gosh, Bernie Sanders, is that you? The rich are not responsible for your financial situation. You are. Huh. And, oh, this specifically is for Bernie Sanders, uh, socialism and uh, Hillary, socialism light. Socialism will destroy the innovation that made America great. Free. The word free, the product free doesn't actually mean free. Someone will have to pay for it. Duh. Okay? Someone will have to pay for it. All right. So, scientist, Moshevarde tells colleagues, Change could come within 30 years. Few professions immune to effect of advanced artificial intelligence. Okay? Machines could put more than half of the world's population out of a job in the next 30 years. Wow. Wow. He says society needs to confront this question before it's upon us. I think it's already here. Stephen Hawking, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, they all have warned that AI could spell the end of the human race. I don't think we're that far. I don't think it's going to end. But um, Musk, his quote was, uh, it represents our biggest existential threat. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know they 've we talked a little bit about the u n meeting for you know campaign to stop killer robots you know, i, I don 't think you 're going to stop that they 're already uh, trying to get the robots to have some sort of moral compass by reading whatever um, Good luck good luck more than half in thirty years i I, I think you 're going to uh, thirty years is a long time. There's a lot that can happen in 30 years, and it, which means it's going to be 30 years in today's world is when somebody says 30 years, it's probably 15, half that. I mean, it's moving at a record pace, record pace. If you uh, professor at Rice University. Uh, said that technology presents a more subtle threat than the masterless drones that some activists fear. He suggested AI could drive global unemployment to 50%, wiping out middle-class jobs. Wiping them out. Wow. That is amazing. We're already using robots in so many jobs, doing so many things. And... When you see people fighting at Wendy's and uh, I watched a footage of some girl that got into a fight at Wendy's for giving her the wrong order and the Wendy's girl was saying, I give it to her. She had some heart. Stop it. Perhaps we need the robot to just serve me my frosty, And my double with cheese, please. Instead of some smart punk talking back to me and then cause, I mean, it's just, I want the robot. I don't want to have to deal with you. And we all need human interaction somewhere, right? I mean, somehow, some way we need that human interaction. So if we're not, if we're out of a job, if a robot, more than half the population out of a job, what do you do? How do you survive? Amazingly, I think you know we'll adapt and we'll find ways to survive and we'll find ways to you know what humans will do. Do I think the robot? I think that hopefully we at least believe we're smart enough not to let the robots take over. <laughs> 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 I know. I know. I know. Just uh, I made I made myself laugh. You probably <laughs> you probably laugh it too, because that's you know that's not gonna happen as well as I do. Sooner or later the robot says, Um, you suck. You're stupid. I'm going to take over. Got it? I you know, I understand that's gonna happen clearly. No doubt about it in anyone's mind but when they talk about the morality of robots and they're using books to teach the robots about morality eh, okay i mean that's fine that's fine and all and we do definitely need to try but really i mean it's going to be the it's going to be you don't have a certain tone light sound emitting from you i kill you i take you to some holding cell right so how do you survive i mean really do you just let do you just pay people you just give like the a national uh, a national check to everyone say everyone gets there's no more income tax right there's no more income tax there's no well maybe there has to be an income tax let me see if i figure it out there has to be some sort of you know maybe just a flat tax certain percentage tax but everyone gets a check from the government, right? Everyone gets from I'm the leaders. Everyone gets a check, no matter whatever that amount is. And then that's it. There's not food stamps, there's nothing else. That's what you get. So then I mean that just changes everything. And by gosh, that's probably what you're going to get with Bernie Sanders. Just remember, free isn't free. <laughs>
0: You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on.
3: But wait, there's more. Act now. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Pure Opelka, Mike Opelka coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. And then uh, you get a little best of Jay Severin right on into live. Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Paggs, all right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Monday through Friday, I mean, is you, I don't know why you go anywhere else. You get Doc, doc and Skip in the morning. Some guy named Glenn Beck. Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat and Stew. I mean, hello. No reason to go anywhere else. You know that. Sundays, David Barton, Bill Handel, Jackie D, some gun talk. They do some Hollywood stories with Hollywood three sixty. No place to go anywhere else. No place. No place. Right here. TheBlaze.com dot com slash radio. IHeart. Get the app. Get the Blaze Radio app. Hello. It works for all phones, even if you have a special designer cover for your phone. We're your own designer app, okay, with the Blaze app. It's our own designer app. So I'm reminded, uh, when I lived in St. Petersburg uh, for a while, I lived in Florida for a long time. and one, for uh, At one point, I technically lived in St. Petersburg proper, St. Petersburg, Florida proper. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of the street we were living on at the time. But they had wild peacocks and peahens in this neighborhood, and those damn things are loud, loud when they get pissed, when they get frightened, when they wake up in the morning, they wake around, and you know, I mean, and nobody's doing anything with them. They let them wander the neighborhood. They're cute. They don't do anything. Give the name. Yeah, they're cute until Sunday afternoon when you're taking a nap and one decides, you know what, I'm going to be just outside your window as loud as I possibly can. And then you want to get the 22 and shoot it. But apparently, which I didn't do, by the way, St. Petersburg, uh, but apparently uh, St. Petersburg is not the only place they're having a problem with peacocks and peahens and gags of wild turkeys. Are they gags or gangs? A gaggle? A ganger? They've got gangs of wild turkeys in New Jersey. New Jersey. You didn't see anybody ask Chris Christie about that in the debates, did you? What are you going to do about the wild turkey problem, Chris? Well, apparently, now, according to this call, <laughs> mailmen are being accosted. Are the police, Sergeant McLaughlin. Hey, this so Just at the postmaster in Hillsdale. Hey, he's
0: gone. Okay, hey, <laughs> you're it's not going to believe this, but I got to carry this. Being attacked by wild turkeys won't let him deliver the mail. <laughs> Where? On Esplanade Drive, 28 Esplanade Drive.
2: Esplanade. Yeah, I guess that's it. E S P L A. Yeah. Esplanade Lake Drive. Yeah. 28. Okay. Being attacked by turkeys. This
3: has been going on. It's crazy. I mean, they're actually attacking,
2: biting. They chase the trucks every day. Wow. Take a look at it. All right. No problem. We'll send them over there. Thank you. All right. Bye.
3: Take a look at it, okay? Yeah, send them over there. Now, then there's other stories of this happening in New Jersey. And they show the turkey starting to attack the person taking the picture. And this is what it sounds like.
1: They won't do anything.
3: No? And you see these turkeys. I mean, they're coming up on you. They are coming up on you. And part of this video, uh, you know, they uh, <laughs> they show a lady with her kid riding a bike and these, these turkeys are coming up trying to say, hey, what's going on? What's going on? And they're scary because they're big birds. Now, you probably you give one a good swift kick, the rest of them are going to go away, I would guess, because that's what I would do. You can walk around all you want there, gaggle of turkeys, gang-o-turkey. Oh, But you're coming up on me, you're going to size 13 upside your little turkey head, okay? Now, that may cause the others to attack or it may cause, you know, it may cause my kid to get all pecked out the next time he goes out on the street without me. (laughs) Pecked by turkeys. It's the latest movie. So, next time you're in New Jersey, run! Run!
0: the jeff fisher show the blaze radio network
3: Why don't we have one for the show? I want one. The new thing maker. Mattel is unleashing the new 3D thing maker available fall of this year at Mattel. The Jeff Fisher show will be a proud sponsor of the thing maker. Just Send your 3D thing maker to me, Jeff Fisher, in care of Mercury Studios, Dallas. Then we'll talk the heck out of it. This looks really cool. I want one. I want a new 3D thing maker. And I'll tell you, though, the things, if you look at the things, they look, you know, they're cool. They look like today things. But I remember back in... The 1800s, early. Had to be early, 1800s. Nobody had invented hardly anything yet, but Mattel had developed the Thing Maker. The Thing Maker, right? It was the 60s. When was that thing developed? The Thing Maker. There was an ad, too, for the stupid thing. Let's hear the ad. Yes, let's hear the ad for the original Thing Maker.
2: Creepy crawlers, creepy crawlers, creepy crawlers. Now, you can make all kinds of lovely things like these with Mattel's wonderful... Thing maker. Thing Make maker creepy crawlers, spiders, snakes, dragonflies. Make them yourself with this nice plastic goop. Choose a mold, pour in the goop, heat it, a and Goop! change. you've got bugs. Squiggly, squirchy bugs. They feel so soft and natural. You get four different colors of goop and special paints. Make charming special lizard bits. pins or spider rings. You can collect them or spread them around. After all, they are fun for the entire family. Get Mattel's new thing maker with creepy crawlers. You can tell it's Mattel.
0: It's swell. It's swell. The Thing Maker. You
3: know why you're never getting that back ever again? Goop and a heating plate. Never. In this in today's world, not a chance. Amazingly back in the eighteen hundreds, when children played with the thing maker. The thing maker. You can tell it's so well. Um Maybe you burned your finger once on the heater and went. I don't need to do that again. Goop, refillable goop. Uh, sadly, I remember the stupid toy, the Thing Maker. I'd love to have one of those bad boys to see the difference between the thing, the Thing Maker, and the new Thing Maker, the 3D printer. Do you, what kind of goop do you think they use in the 3D printer? Oh wait, they don't. Users upload design files. Via Mattel's proprietary design app, which works on Android or iOS devices and can print parts to be assembled into toys. <laughs> there is no goop and no heating play. Okay? The goop thing ain't happening. But I love the idea of the three D printer. That would be fun to have and people oh wait a minute. Whoa, uh oh. It does heat things though. Heated print head safety feature. When printing is completed, the heated print head retracts into a recess that little hands can't reach. Oh, good. Because we wouldn't want little kids to go in and burn themselves and learn that they can't do something. Hey, kid, don't reach into there until it says to. Otherwise, you'll burn yourself. Daddy, I burned my finger because I reached in there. Going to do it again? No, that was kind of dumb of me. Okay good. I can't take it. Hey, it's easy to use in its ecosystem. The ThingMaker 3D printer is quick and easy to set up. Just plug it in and wirelessly link it to the ThingMaker design app. Simply push a button to export your files and you'll be printing in no time. (laughs) There is no goop. There is no goop. The goop is over. You're getting no goop from the ThingMaker. Okay. You get no 1800 goop. Plus, when's the last time you saw the just the goop refills? You're not getting the goop. Goop is over. Okay. Now, what you get? Play figures, it prints out. I mean, it's real. Uh, the 3D printer is a cool thing. And look how far we've come with the 3D printers. Really, I mean, we've talked about. I know we have talked. I thought for sure that we had talked about it. Maybe I hadn't talked about it on this show. Maybe I talked a little bit about it on Pat and Stew. But I remember uh, talking about uh, 3D printing of knees, right? Because I remember uh, uh, I have a knee replacement. I don't know. It's been 100 years ago now. And, uh, I mean, I had my first knee surgery when I was, you know, for a teenager. I mean, knees are a problem, okay? And, uh Jeff, maybe if you weren't eight hundred and fifty-two pounds, your knees would be better. That's possible. It is possible. Jeff, when you were a teenager, if you weren't wearing hefty clothes and fat and weren't way overweight, perhaps your knees could have taken it. Yes, it is possible. I'll give you that. It is possible. But now, you know, we talk—they're 3D printing your knee replacement because my knee replacement is just a you know some sort of titanium thing that they cut your bones and bone cement it back onto your bones and you've got an knee, right? Well, now they're 3D printing it so that you're getting almost the same thing, only better. This time we can rebuild him. But wait, there's more. Now you're getting jaw bones, muscles, ears. I mean, we're very close. And I read a story not long ago about the body twin right and it's just going to be it's going to be it's not going to be a clone although it will be kind of clonish but they won't be able to call it a clone cuz if they call it a clone it makes it more human it's just got to be you know your that's my part machine what's that in the closet it looks like a body no that's my part machine if i need a liver i go there and they, I bring it to with me to the doctor's office and he puts the liver from that into me So you're about ready. We're close to that. We're close to everyone having a body twin. So, oh, my gosh, I cut a finger off. Wait, I'll take one from my twin. Oh, my gosh, what did I do to my ear? I'll take one from my twin. I mean, it's fascinating where we're at. Now, I don't think you're going to be able to 3D print your ear that will work with the Mattel ThingMaker 3D printer. I don't think that's going to happen. But the 3D printer is cool and I want one. I want one. And they unveiled it at the at the uh, at the toy show. You know, the toy show. What the heck? Where is the toy guy? Hey toy guy. You and I had a good relationship over the years. I'm sure you were at the New York Toy Fair. They're a toy guy. Uh, I want a 3D printer. I want Mattel. I want to be a sponsor for the 3D printer, Thinkmaker. Bad, 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 bad. I want to be a 3D printer sponsor. There's not a chance in hell of it ever happening. Don't kid yourself. But I could still beg, right, just to get a 3D printer. I can't can't beg what about if i just say hey mattel i'll be a sponsor for your company and you give me like the drone barbie and the 3d printer and we'll talk about it i promise and we'll show we'll take videos of me using it and using it all over like the drone barbie the drone Barbie's kind of cool actually uh be fun to be flying around with drone barbie uh so, Mattel, um, what do you think? Drone Barbie, ThingMaker, Maker, 3D printer, without the goop, so that we can just just plug in. I could design it on my app. I'm sorry, I can plug it in and wirelessly link it to the Thing Maker design app. Simply push a button to export your files, and you'll be printing in no time. Now that's a big difference from the original ThingMaker commercial. You can tell it's Mattel. It's Swell. All right, I have to hear it again. Please play it again. Please? ThingMaker? Swell. That was the end. Can we start it from the
2: beginning, please? Creepy crawlers, creepy crawlers, creepy crawlers. Now, you can make all kinds no. of things like these with Mattel's wonderful thing maker. It makes creepy crawlers, spiders, lizards, snakes, dragonflies. Make them yourself with this nice plastic goop. Mattel, pour in the goop. So Eat add. it and presto change You've got bugs, uh. squigglies squirchy bugs. Are bugs. So soft and natural. You get four different colors of goop and special paints. Make charming lizard pins or spider rings. You can collect them or spread them around. Yeah. After all, they are fun for the entire family. <laughs> get Mattel's new thing maker with creepy crawlers. You can tell it's Mattel. It's swell. Or
3: you can get the new ThingMaker. The 3D printer is quick and easy to set up. Just plug it in, wirelessly link it to the ThingMaker design app. Simply push a button to export your files and you'll be printing in no time. The ThingMaker 3D printer. You can tell it's Mattel. It's swell.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. is the Jeff Fisher Show.
3: All right. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. South Carolina, vote. Vote today. Get out. Polls are open. Baby, get out there. Do the thing. Rest in peace, Antonin Scalia. His funeral is today. We touched on that a little earlier. His funeral uh, is at 11 o'clock today. It was scheduled to start at 11. Um, Our president. Will not attend. Shameful. Michael Pelka coming up immediately following this broadcast. And then uh, starting at noon, Chris Salcedo, then Mike Slater, then Joe Pags, all live on the Blaze Radio Network. No, you don't need to be anywhere else. You know that. You don't need to be. We've talked a lot about new apps for your phone. And, in fact, off air today, we've talked a lot about what information uh, the apps are getting from you. Um, and by clicking agree to, and uh, yes to so much, when we put uh, the apps on our phone, uh, we're just giving away our information. Just They are just taking it. Every app just takes it. They want it all. They want access to everything. And we just click, I agree. Eh, I agree. Eh, who cares? At some point, it has to stop, right? At some point. I mean, at some point. Come on now. Come on, now, why does a, a flashlight app need to have all this information? Because that's how the only way they make their money, right? By selling your information. They're giving you a free flashlight app. You think they're making money from that? How are they making money from giving you a free flashlight app? Oh, I know, selling all the information you're agreeing to let them have when you click I agree on their app, okay? So at some point, I don't know when it's going to stop, but it has to, right? But there are apps that are, you know, in dating sites that are trying to help people get together, trying to help people come together. important. Be happy together, right? Like the new dating site that uses body odor to match each other. Huh? Come on now. That goes to an old theory I have about. Scent from women. Actually, I just thought about this reading the stupid story about this body odor. This is a great thing because I'm telling you, it's an old. This is an old theory I have. We are running out of time for this show. I'm going to have to go into this next week because I have a theory about body odor and scents uh, and women and men. And this is actually proving my point. I we write this down. We're going to be talking about it next week. Body odor. Body odor dating site and my theory on sense because it goes together, and I this proves me right, guaranteed. This proves me right. I have to. I'm, I will find out more about this body odor site for next week because. I mean, I'm not a scientist. I just play one on the radio, but I'm telling you, I'm right with this theory. Guaranteed, I'm right. <laughs> Now, I did have something. Somebody sent me uh, uh, what the future looks like. And his outcome of the future says, yep, I've seen the future and it's bleak. Don't make it bleak. Don't make it bleak. Go out there and vote for Ted Cruz in South Carolina. And then look for someone today to say, hey, you look great. I mean that. You look fantastic. Look for someone to tell you that. Oh, my gosh, it was just me. You do. You look great today. Okay, you happy with that? I mean, you're not going to wear what you're wearing all day, are you? Because it's a a little
0: frightening, but you look great in it, I guess. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.